to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host again, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews, who is in the house today, and we say praise the Lord. Sir, how are we doing? Oh, it's been a great day. Hey, man, it's been actually a great week. Mm-hmm. Um, we were blessed to have vacation Bible study week over at the Frank, is it Frank? Frank Pierce. Pierce, mm-hmm. yeah, Bartlett Park. Yeah, Frank Pierce Senate, Bartlett Park, yep. And uh, we, you know, very, you know, privileged to have uh, so many people uh, join us from mm-hmm. every age group. Oh, Amen. yeah. Boy, that was something. And uh, has had some decisions for Christ and excited about that. So God is working. Amen. So we, you know, uh, the church is definitely at work and we want to continue to do the work that God has called us. Uh, it's a blessing and we thank everybody for participating and every, uh, from every aspect to from volunteers to set up to audio to speaking to um, you know serving food whatever the case may be wherever you at you know uh, the Lord honors your labor and your work it's not in vain yes it's for the kingdom amen amen so uh, but we got some work to do today yes let's get <laughs> let's get going amen so we're gonna go ahead and look uh, to heaven in prayer and. And I do want to say I thank God for the prayer that we did end off the vacation Bible study. Amen. Uh, we went from Saturday midnight all the way until the Saturday uh, noon. noon. Amen. So 12 midnight hours. Midnight to noon. 12 hours of straight prayer. Mm. Amen. And thank uh, thank you for everybody that joined out uh, who participated. And those that weren't able to, amen, don't worry about it. We're going to have more opportunities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can make up. All right, so Father, we come to you again. Lord, say thank you. Uh, you said in all things, give thanks for this is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. So we say thank you for uh, life, health, and strength. Thank you for the word that you have provided for us. Uh, we don't want to take that for granted, Father, but no. just, just as you take care of every creature around the world, they have no thought about how they're going to get food, how they're going to get this, that, and the other, because they know that you provide for them. Lord, we just want to say thank you for providing for us. Yes. We thank you, Lord, and we ask you right now to touch somebody's ears, remove somebody's scales from their eyes so that they can hear and see what the Spirit is saying into the church, Lord. And we give you the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, sir. Uh, what, what What's the labor of our love for today? Uh, today we want to talk about the deceitfulness of denial the deceitfulness of being in denial mm. and you know the funny part uh uh one of the things that uh makes denial so deceitful is that we deny our being in denial <laughs> that's the crazy part you know uh we, we're saying no that ain't it and it's, uh, you know uh simple stuff yeah we lie and really deny it. We lie to ourselves about it. I'm trying to think of it, but maybe you can refresh my refresh my memory. Isn't that like one of the steps of the process that people go through 
when they're either losing, uh, you know, we mm -hmm. just had a grieving loss or something. Yeah, denial. Denial. I think, uh, you know, we, we, we had a, a leader that's, I think, still in denial about their current situation. Several. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, several. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's an excellent yeah. example. Yeah, just being real about it. Yeah. Uh, so you never want to get caught in that situation. Uh, because it's hard to see when you're blind, mm -hmm. and denial is willful blindness to, to what what's right and what's true. Amen. And Amen. best picture to paint, or uh, best scripture to paint the picture, uh, John chapter nine, and we'll start at verse one. It says, "As he Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth." That's significant. Mm -hmm. Man had never seen with his natural eye ever, blind yes. from birth. So this was something that was caused upon yeah. him from a natural situation, yeah, a surrounding yeah, situation. Yeah. But he had he had never seen. From so birth. it wasn't like he uh, he lost his sight and all of a sudden he just came back one day. We know this man from his very conception and uh, brought being brought into this world could not see. Verse 2, and Jesus' disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus is like, okay, where would you get that from? It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but his blindness is so that the works of God might be displayed in him. You know, it's funny that they ask that question immediately mm -hmm. because it just goes to show the mindset that we often have. Thinking the worst. Immediately without. Oh, negative. Without even um, asking God. And how often, I mean, how often do we do this? You know, what we have a situation in front of us and instead of uh, coming to the Lord to seek wisdom on a particular situation, we automatically assume the worst. Yeah. We automatically fall into it's the just bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one thing I will say um, that I've learned at my workplace. And, and, and I thought it was excellent. Whenever you with an employee and, and you overhear a situation, a conversation that they're having with a customer. Uh, and if you're if you're coming in either the middle or even at the beginning, from the beginning to the end, uh, and you may see something that you may not be in agreement in. The first thing they teach us is to assume positive intent. Yes. Uh, because it's so easy for us to go in and say, well, why did you do this? And how come, you know, that was, you know, without having the full scope or the full understanding as to the reason why they did what they did. Now, you could be 100% correct in, in knowing the situation was mm -hmm. wrong. But just to make sure that you're not creating the wedge between you and that individual you assume positive intent and yeah, seek, let them seek. prove something else is different. Yeah, seek you seek to understand, mm -hmm. and they'll notice that you're coming in from that positive aspect, that positive viewpoint, and, and even in a corrective situation, it'll set it up uh, to be a whole lot smoother. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, back to the scripture. So. We must work, this is Jesus talking to the disciples. We must work the works of him who sent us while it is day. Hold on, hold on. I got to say something in there real quick. Who did he say? 
That's the work? We. <laughs> so it's not just a, an individual thing. It's an us thing. All members of the kingdom, all, all of those that are part of the family of God, every member of the body of Christ. Must work. We must. There's a, <laughs> yeah, there's work to do. If you just stop at those first three words, we must, must work. work. Yeah, that's a message <laughs> within it's, itself. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Okay, but it's, it's uh, specific in what the work is. Mm -hmm. We must work the works of him who sent me. Right, mm -hmm. uh, but for a specific amount of time, while it is day, mm -hmm. night is coming. So each and every one of us, uh, we have a span of time in which to do what God has called us to do. Mm -hmm. And if you're having the privilege of being able to do it now, Amen. Do it with all your heart because the day is coming. Uh, when when your efforts toward kingdom building on this side will cease. Amen. Yeah, I mean, it's, if, you know, it's, it's very plain. It's very simple. While you're a day, in other words, while you're still alive, mm -hmm. keep working. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to die. That's mm -hmm. the night time. Because you're, night, you're asleep. Sleeping night, you know, sleeping and death are almost in a, uh, an agreement there. Uh, when you're not going to work. Because when you're dead, that's it. You're done. Your work is finished. Now mm -hmm. it's time for judgment. My mentor died at 56. Uh -huh. One of my biggest encouragers when I first came to Christ uh, died, died a couple of weeks ago at 65. Uh -huh. So they didn't even get the three, to three score and 10. Amen. So I'm fortunate and, and do not uh, take it for granted that I'm going to have 100 years you know, more. So I, I got to be about my father's business. Yes. I at least want to let it be said that I tried to do all that I was supposed to do while I had time, while I was able. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now. Uh, as long as I'm in the light. Yep. I mean, as long as I'm in the world. Yeah, as long as it's day for me, then I need to be at work. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. This is Jesus. Having said these things, he spit on the ground. And made mud with, with saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. And said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. So, he, Jesus doesn't, hey, you find, here's the mud in your eye. You take a leap of faith and, and figure out with your mm -hmm. blind self how to get to the pool. If, and just, but I'm telling you, go do this. And the man was obedient, found his way to the pool, washed the mud out of his eyes. He didn't say, Jesus, oh, I know you're not putting mud in my eye that you made out of your spit. Oh, no. You know, I don't want that in my eye. Uh, you know, he was blind. <laughs> Maybe he didn't see it, but even if he didn't, you know, he, if this was going to help him to get better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when God's trying to help us uh, in our pride, mm. we make such a fuss about the procedures and the process. And, you know, what's the result? Yeah, name it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the result? Do you, do you want? This man wanted to see. He did what he was commanded. So, verse 8, the neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, is this not the man who used to sit and beg? And some said, it is he. Others said, no, but he is like him. 
<laughs> he kept saying, I'm the man, I'm the man. <laughs> so, you know, these people, it's like, no, he looks like he can see. The man we're talking about can't see. So it looks like him, but nah, that can't be him. But, you know, I, you know, I, I looked at that, and one of the things that, you know, the, the Lord struck in my heart, when God touches you, mm-hmm. there's a change. Mm-hmm. You, you may have some of the characteristics or familiarities that people may recognize, but but some people are going to say something's different about that. Something person. is different. I, I had that experience. So you are absolutely right. Uh, so uh, they they uh, so then he said, "I am the man." So they said to him, "Then how were your eyes open?" Mm. And the man he answered, "The man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes and said to me, "Go to Siloam and wash." So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I don't know. So Jesus didn't stay around to get recognition. Mm-hmm. He Again, this was part of the work. He did that part of the work, and he kept going to continue to work. So he, didn't, he wasn't trying to, you know, collect kudos, et cetera. Amen. He was, he was trying to do what God said. Amen. Again, Amen. our focus should be... Uh, what should what should ignite us, and what should also uh, satisfy us, is that we've done what we've been called and told to do. Yeah, you know that's a that's a big trap. Oftentimes that we don't see, uh, especially uh, for those who uh, speak publicly or mm-hmm. preach the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want the recognition or seek out the recognition for how well. Of a job that we we so called did, mm-hmm. um, and and we have to be very careful with that because of the fact that uh, the enemy will play into that so quickly, um, and it's a very dangerous position to put yourself in, and that's why Jesus he's like I'm not hanging around for all of this foolishness. Amen. I've come here to do a job, and that's it. Boom. You know, and I one of the things I love doing is reviews, and I do that. Because I've learned that a couple of things happen. One, you get to find out if people really heard Amen. what you were saying. Yes. The way God wanted them to hear it. Yes. You know, because sometimes I don't always do the best job. And, you know, I think I'm saying it in a particular way that they'll get what God is saying. And then they tell me by a response that they're off in left field somewhere. And, of course, God don't make the, the mess. So right. I own up to it and try to fix it. So, but if I've delivered the message, you got it. Now, if you need some help with it, fine. But, you know, it's not not for me to sit around and, and uh, you know, I, can you give me a five-star rating for this morning's message? <laughs> oh, give me a break. But yeah. people do that. Yeah. No, give Jesus five stars every time. Amen. Uh, me, you know, uh, I'm not even, I'm not a star. Yeah, that's that's I'm I'm just a messenger. Amen. So uh, they brought to the Pharisees, the religious leaders, who had formerly been the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him, "How did you receive your sight?" And he said to them, "Okay." He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this is not 
from this this man speaking of Jesus is not from God. For he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, now wait a minute, hold on. How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? Mm. And that was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him since he opened your eyes? And he said, oh, he's a prophet. <laughs> the Jews did not uh, believe that he had been blind and had received his sight. Now, hold on. The the man has been blind. From you, birth. He got from birth. People are saying, oh, yeah, he's been blind. Oh, no, he can't. No, no, no. And it wasn't the man's blindness that had them struggling to believe, that had them being such strong denial. It was the fact that Jesus, who was not one of them, Jesus, who they felt threatened by, he had worked this miracle to cause this man to receive his sight. Uh It says uh, that they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, is this your son who you say was born blind? I know that who you say, no, he was blind. He wasn't. How then, if you say he was blind, does he now see his parents answered? We know that this is our son and we know that he was born blind, but, but how he now sees, we don't know, uh, nor do we know who opened his eyes? Mm. Ask him. He's of age. He's old enough. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Oh, boy. Therefore, his <laughs> parents said, uh, he's of age. Ask him. Now, they were in such denial about Jesus being this man of God, prophet of God, teacher of God, son of God, until if, if anyone in their community confessed Jesus, they wouldn't let him come to church anymore. Mm-hmm. They kicked him out of the temple. That was their punishment. For believing on Jesus. Yeah, and because it, it was considered a disgrace that you weren't a part of the synagogue, especially during that culture. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing today that goes on. Yes. Nothing has changed. I think, we, you know, we talked about before we started, there's nothing new no. under the sun. Mm-mm. This is quite sad that they would go to this length to discredit instead of just simply believing and not just believing anything. But believing what was true, that Jesus was a man of God, not that uh, alone, but also the son of God. Uh Yeah. So for the second time, they called the man who had been born blind and said to him, give God, give God uh, glory, excuse me, to God. We know not that this man, we know that this man is a sinner. So don't give any credit to him. Denial. We know he's a sinner. Give it all to God. So then the blind man said, now wait a hold on, hold on. Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. But one thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, 
Well, okay. What did he do to you? How, how, how did he open your eyes? And he answered them, I have told you already, and you wouldn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Oh, do you want to become his disciples? <laughs> was he trolling him at that I think he was doing a little trolling. I was adding a little, sarc- <laughs> little sarcasm there. Yeah, 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 he's playing with him now. And they reviled him saying, you are his disciple, but we are the disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. Mm. But, but let me just ask you, Dave, do you remember reading anything about Moses causing the, the blind to see? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, but, but they're in denial. You know, and they're taking a stand. And their whole com- they are purposely constructing their whole conversation and their whole argument to stay in denial. Amen. Which means they stay blind to the fact that, and, and limited to the, the uh, opportunity with Jesus because of that blindness. David, I'm telling you, there are people that willfully accept to be blind concerning things in their lives. Amen. You got a lot of uh, religious people, but, but they're denying... Uh, Christ, they they won't believe in Jesus, you know they they can't see that this is the way, you know, so they're in denial. In the meantime, if they die before they get that fixed, they're gonna suffer. You know, you you get people that are still trusting in this world and people and material things, etc. And and the last person they look to for help and strength is God. You know, they deny that he's the best source and, and that other things are only the resource. That denial is ungood. It's not good, brother. It's unsafe. Yeah. You know, I, I think the best way to put it is because we're, you know, we're, we're quick to put our confidence and trust in the things that we can see as opposed to things we can't. Yes. Um, and really what we're doing is we're, we're creating an idol for ourselves. Well, let me ask the question. Mm-hmm. If, if God were man, could he be God? The answer is no. Well, in the sense that even Jesus, well, he, you know, he was veiled in the flesh of man, but he was fully God. Amen. But, but if God actually became man like we are, then he wouldn't be God. So for us to 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 deny who God is, it is it's it's only to say that there's some bad thinking. I mean that denial is evidence of some bad thinking on our part. Because God is God. You know, denial brings about fear. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think about it when I look at Peter when he uh saw what was happening to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, aren't you one of his disciples? Yes. And quickly. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not with him. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you're absolutely correct. No, I, I fear what will happen if this is true. So you know what? It's not going to be true for me. And you live in a bubble because the truth is the truth. And to actually deny and try to suppress it 
eventually it's going to explode. You're going to give it a, a power, you know, beyond your able, your ability, your being able to control it. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point. You know, where he denied him, you know, a second time and a third mm-hmm. time to the point where he was, you know, choosing some colorful metaphors to to uh, to to convince the people around him that he didn't know him. But the thing that was the most damaging piece was that once Jesus looked at him, mm-hmm. he knew. Yeah, th- this is the man. And 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 it got to the point where it penetrated him so hard Instead of even repenting, he, he went to go fishing. He left. Yeah. To go fishing. And um, oftentimes, this is what denial does to us. And yes. we, don't, we, don't, we go back to a place of comfort. Yes. Where we have familiarity and uh, where we think we have control. Because that's all. And, and, and we forfeit. The availability of true power, mm-hmm. because the true power is in the place of faith, amen. Not not in the place of denial, and not in the place of comfort. And that's what the enemy of our souls is looking for. He wants us to deny Jesus, so that we lack the power to live uh, glorified lives in this world, for the abundant living that God has for us. We give up the power to. To, ha- to have what God has for us in this world and the world to come, when we deny, we can't be deceived anymore. We can't be tricked out of our inheritance. There are too many things that God has for us that Jesus died for that is ours. It's our right and this opportunity to, to have. But this trick of denial in this deceitfulness can rob us. So that those things that would would give us more peace and joy, more security, they're gone. And we've denied it. They're gone because we've denied it. They're they're gone because we refuse to take hold of it. Uh, Dave, I want to close by reading the the last words of this man. Mm -hmm. Uh, The man answered, why? This is a why this is an amazing thing. He said, You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Mm. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man that was born blind. If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. Mm. They answered, you were born in utter sin, and you would teach us, and they put him out. They cast, they put him out, and Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, do you believe in the Son of God? And he answered, and who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, you have seen him. And it is he who is speaking to you. And he said, Lord, I believe. And worshiped him. There are many today that that are, are, are denying the existence, the presence, the power. And David, there are many today that are making Jesus 
less than who, who he really is. Amen. But it's a fantasy. You can only make God less in your mind. You can't, none of what you're doing in your thought process is changing anything about, you know, God's existence and, and who he is in his existence. It's only a trick. It's only a, a deceitful plot and plan of the enemy to rob you. Isn't that what the Bible says? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's a robber. Mm-hmm. And if you forfeit trusting truth and live in denial to to that truth, man, he, he's taking your lunch. You know, he is he is robbing you blind. He's because he's taking your faith and and the only thing that, that, that can really make a difference. In our lives, he's taking your faith in Jesus away. And I want to encourage David, I want to encourage our listeners accept what's right, accept what's true. Don't just don't just get so caught up in the wanting things to be a certain way that you're, you know, because listen, you if you want things to, to be a certain way. You got to start from where you are to get there. Mm-hmm. But if you're denying where you are, how will you get there? Yeah, don't get caught up in traditions, um, in formalities. Mm-hmm. Um, There's things, just, you know, just things mm-hmm. that just uh, that that sound good, that just are appealing, um, because. All of that just just continues to feed into denial, mm-hmm. and and then it makes the struggle harder. And then you wonder why certain things aren't happening in your life they like they should. Then you start looking at other people's lives and say, why are they doing thus and thus, and how come this right. is happening? And, and it just creates a ball that just continues to grow, like a snowball effect that just continues to grow and to grow and to grow. And and you know you have a very bitterful life uh, and an unproductive life. And then uh, when it's all said and done, you look back and you say, where did it all go? And it all started just because of a simple denial. Yes. And, and we know that, that uh, God has given us great promises. Yes. And when we deny the fullness of his existence, we also deny our right and, and, and the opportunity to receive the, those, yeah. the, the the effect of those promises. Amen. Amen. So if you think living in denial is a way to get through something, no, it's a way to get to something. And it's a way to get to something that's not good for you. This 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 man with all of the 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 adversaries of Jesus pressing him to say something different. This man stuck to what he knew is true. It was, it, it was undeniable. Undeniable. Born blind. There are things that if you're going to stand for Christ, that you're going to, to have to take that stand in the face of unbelief that the enemy is going to, to try to shower you in. Amen, amen. Dry off. <laughs> Wash off, dry off. Hey, keep moving. 
if you only believe, God will make uh, known to you and everybody else that you're believing in the right thing, that you're trusting in the right way. But but that leap of faith, to, to step out and, and, and uh, to make that initial move, to use your faith, to, to use our faith, is what God is asking for. And if we will stop denying, we won't be denied of his blessings. He that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. If you'll believe, if, if, if you'll come out of the, the, the fake world, the illusionary world of denial, if you'll stand on truth and live that life, uh, the rest of your life, uh, with truth as your foundation, blessings, so many good things, that the good, good treasures from heaven. And you know, even, even if all of that were, were not going to be the case, it's still true that God is God and it's good to know him, to bless him, to honor him, and to live for him. Don't let denial deceive you. Trust in Christ. Lean on Christ. And let him prove himself to be true. Amen. Amen. So we pray that uh, this message has touched your heart in a, in a very powerful way. Um that we continue to ask God to remove any scales from our eyes, uh, to unstop our ears, uh, to examine ourselves. If there's any denial in us, yes, anything that we've uh, conjured up or, or tried to justify to continue to live the life that we want to live, this is our opportunity to repent, to ask God to uh, cleanse us, to purify us, so that we may see it through his eyes. Yes. And that way we can walk up right before him. Uh, Pastor, if you would go ahead and close us out in prayer. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for each and every listener that hears the sound of my voice. And I ask you in, in humility, God, but also in faith, that you will make plain, that you will open up, that you will reveal, that you will make known these areas in their lives, in our lives, these areas that we don't fully accept the truth in. We haven't. Make it plain what's really true. Help us, God, not to live in denial. And help us, Lord, to glorify your name by receiving the truth. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes so that we can see, so that we, Lord, will be able to escape living in denial. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to 
The Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.